Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, hello, hello and welcome to Podcast Pete's podcast where I, Podcast Pete, talk about podcasts and podcasting. Awful lot of repetition of the word podcasting in there. Uh, And what we're going to do is give you real practical tips when it comes to creating, making, recording, publishing, marketing, and monetizing your podcast. Uh, If you've got a question or you just fancy a chat, uh, you can get in touch on Twitter at PodcastPete2, or you can email therealpodcastpete at gmail.com. So this week, I want to talk about interviews. Um, We're going to talk about sourcing guests in another episode, but just to say, if you're sourcing a guest, social media really should be your first port of call. So if you intend for your podcast to be just you, to be a solo podcast, and it's just you talking through a subject or your business or your hobby or whatever, a little bit like this one is... Uh, then this might not be the ideal episode for you. However, you just never know. So keep listening, because you might pick something up. What I will say about interviews is interviewing people is a skill. It really isn't something that you're... To to say, yeah, I'll just interview people, I'm going to be really good at it, I'm sure. You could fluke it and be brilliant at it. But it's like saying... I want to play the violin. I'm sure I'll be great at it. Pass me that violin. It's unlikely, but there is the one in a million flute that you're going to be good at this. So I've spent 30 years as a radio producer and presenter. I've interviewed hundreds of people in my time. When I worked for the BBC, I was interviewing, what, anywhere between 8 and 12 people every day. Uh, So I've interviewed people from parish councillors to shopkeepers to clowns to bereaved parents to celebratory parents to celebrities, archbishops, prime ministers. And with every interview, you learn something new. Now, the first thing I've learned, and this harks back to the previous episode of Podcast Pete's Podcast, Uh, is you absolutely have to plan for your interview. I was very lucky when I worked for the BBC that someone would plan for me. So I would basically get a briefing note. Uh, You know, if I had 12 interviews in a day and I only knew about them tea time the day before, it's almost impossible to plan all of those. That's why we had producers and they would do the planning for me. So I'd get a briefing note about the guest, about the subject that they're talking about. Um, and, you know, I'd be able to do a little bit of research there. You need to do this on your own. You absolutely should research the guest. And sure, you, listen, you might know them pretty well. and But you might just know the surface stuff about them or their business. The stuff that you can easily find. But that's where good research comes up with some brilliant gems. You do some good research, you could come up with some cracking gems about your guest, which could really give you something unique to your interview. 
the biggest result of your research should be your questions. Obviously, that's the, the, the that forms the base of every interview you've ever heard. The good thing is you're pre-recording your interview because you're pre-recording your podcast. So you don't need to worry about just how many questions you've got. You should look for at least five questions, at the very least. And maybe you're thinking, oh, you know, I'm sure we'll come up with some on the day. Remember what I've said in the past. Don't ever think you'll be able to wing it. So have at least five that are specific to that guest, and then maybe have another five that are fairly generic that fit into your podcast. What you need to bear in mind when it comes to listing your questions or structuring your questions is the average answer that an interviewee gives is about 90 seconds, two minutes. So if you've got, I don't know, maybe 30 minutes with your guest... Don't expect the 74 questions that you've already prepped to get answered because it just ain't going to happen. And that's the other thing about interviews. I mean, I've heard so many rubbish interviews. You've probably heard some terrible interviews as well. The ones that always stick out, though, are where the, you know, the interviewee and the interviewer, they, you know, they rub up against one another. They're, it's all a bit tense and things like that. But I've heard some terrible interviews where clearly there's been no prep. Clearly the questions have just been wrong. And the other one is people aren't listening to the guest. And that's the thing, you know, the, so those interviews where you've got a list of questions and people just religiously stick to that list and just go on to the next question, on to the next question, on to the next question. It's pointless and doesn't make for a great listen. And it's going to be a hard save in the edit to do that because it will come across tonally that you've not listened. Now, some of that could be nerves where you're just following the questions you know slavishly but believe me when i say if you learn one thing for interviewing it's just to listen just listen to what they're saying and the, the tip I, I give people with that is as soon as you ask your question the first few seconds of their answer you don't really need to pay full attention to that. And you know they're not going to finish the answer within that first five seconds. So what you do is you ask the question and then you look down, check what your next question is. So you've got it. It's in your brain then. You know what that next question is going to be. But you need to bear in mind... And this is the reason you plan. So you've planned what your next question is going to be. But of course, that plan could be absolutely thrown out of the window. Because you don't know when your guest is going to drop a fantastic nugget of information. And that's when the planned question you've got in your mind, you chuck that out. And you just let your natural curiosity take over. So, if we're doing an, you know, an interview about knitting, which, you know, as you know, it's one of my favourite subjects, 
uh, to talk about in the mythical world of podcasting, even though there's some excellent knitting podcasts out there. You've got somebody on and they say, well, yes, of course, um, you've asked them about how they got started in knitting. So you know, and you know, the next question is, so tell me about the knitting business that you've formed. They're telling you about when they got started in knitting and then towards the end of the answer, they go, and of course, I mean, I, you know, I knitted, um, Prince William's first school jumper. Uh, but when I start and that's there, that is your next question. You know, you might think, well, so wait a minute. How did that come about? How did, how did you manage to, to get that interview? It's all about listening. And don't worry if the different direction that your curiosity takes you in doesn't work out. That's what editing is for. So if you ask a question and the answer isn't quite what you wanted or it's a bit brusque or the guest says, oh, I'm awfully sorry, I don't really want to talk about that. That's fine. Edit it out. Go back to what your original next question was going to be. So I want to end today um, on some basic interview etiquette for when you've booked a guest, when your a guest is coming on your podcast. What you should do is let them know the general aim of the interview, the general area that you're going to be talking about. Don't feel like you've got to give them specific questions. And that's only because if they have the specific questions in front of them, if you stray away from those questions, that can throw them off. If you stick to those questions, they've already prepared their answers. And it can really result in a quite a stilted podcast that's not a great listen. Because it's almost one of those things of, well, a, a robot could be saying these. You've given that question that they knew you were going to ask, so they've given that answer. That's why... The great interviews that you may have seen and heard, whether it's with a politician in the news or not, they don't know what the question is. They don't know what the next question is going to be. Now, admittedly, when the big chat shows, talking about things like Graham Norton and Jonathan Ross, there will have been a discussion between the guest and the host beforehand about, I'm probably going to ask about this. But like I say, that's just talking about the rough area. They don't say, I'm going to say... Why don't you tell me about the time you took a dog walking? They don't say that. They don't give them that word-for-word cue. So there isn't that kind of, oh, thanks very much for asking. So I took my dog walking. Funny story, funny story. So don't give them word-for-word the questions. Just talk about the general aim. Unless you're podcast is about holding people to account where you absolutely shouldn't give them the questions uh, then you don't need to give them the questions let the guests know how long the interview is going to take before you start recording or before you start the interview because another tip is start recording as soon as the two of you are on the line and if you're meeting them face-to-face -face and you've got a handheld recorder, you start that recording as you meet up with them. Because you never know before the interview, they, you know, again, with the knitting one, they may say, oh, yeah, no, so, I, you know, I can, 
I've, I'm developing this thing where I can knit with six knitting needles. But, okay, well, let's get on to the interview. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, that's a brilliant piece. Let's, you know, and that, that gives you something that maybe you can work in to the interview later on. Or, if you say, I, I was actually recording then, can I use that? There you go, you've got yourself a clip. Before you start recording the official bit of the, the interview, check the wording and the pronunciation of their name and the title if it's necessary. Make sure that they're happy with how they're going to be introduced. I'm not saying you need to read out the, the spiel for the introduction, but you just need to say, is it all right if I call you um, Helen Smith, a world-class knitter and the editor of Knitting Magazine? At the end of the interview, ask them if there was anything in the interview that they weren't happy with or would rather was removed. Now, the reason you ask that is because of this next point. Do not give your guests editorial approval on the podcast episode, because that can result in an awfully long production process where you are going back and forward, editing out a bit here, editing out a bit there, checking a little bit here, removing that little phrase there. At the end, you just say, was there anything you said that you'd rather we didn't publish? And they go, actually, yeah, that thing I said about that other person or that thing I said about, you know, when I was growing up and about my uncle, I'd, you know, I'd rather that not be in. Great. Now you know, and that's what you can edit out. Do not give your guests editorial approval. Unless it's an absolute deal breaker. Don't offer it. Certainly don't offer it because it can result in an incredibly lengthy production process. Okay, we've covered interviews or we've kind of briefly covered interviews. If you want any more information, uh, you can get in touch. I'm on Twitter at podcastpete2 or you can always email therealpodcastpete at gmail.com. Don't forget, um, if you're starting a new podcast or if you've got one that's going at the moment, let me know about it because I love hearing new ones. Tag me in on social media as well because I'd love to share it and tell everybody else about it. It'll be fantastic. Happy podcasting and I'll see you next time. This has been a Monkey Pants Productions podcast.